Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Oh, man, the scourge that is... Uh... Actually, no, this is the good one. This time change coming up here this weekend is the good one. We got fallback coming up this weekend. So don't forget about that. Uh, but also daylight savings time is silly. We, there's there's no good use for it anymore. I don't know. But just Let's just have the same time all the time. Why do, why do I have to be out and about and then somebody says, oh, you lost now or you got to go home now? Come on. I'm I'm still raring to go here. Why why are we why are we limiting the amount of fun that I can have on one Saturday per month or per year? That's not that's not nice. We don't need to do it, but do remember that it will be time to change your clocks back. If you have any manual clocks in the home, in your car, whatever, you're gonna have to fix that uh, coming up this weekend. Chris Ranji on KMOX, eleven twenty AM and ninety-eight point seven FM. Didn't know if you knew that, but you can listen in FM, and it sounds very, very good. Uh, that is an option for you. Jeremy Werner of the Illini Inquirer will talk about uh, the Kofi Coburn situation. He's been suspended by the completely insane NCAA for something that is totally legal now. It's totally okay. Dude's still suspended Jeremy's going to join us to talk about that. Amy Marks Cores, toward the end of the hour, will be with us as well. As I mentioned, um, our senator, Missouri Senator Josh, uh, Josh Hawley of Virginia, uh, did a couple of days ago, or actually I think it was yesterday, at the National Conservatism Conference in Orlando, Florida, he was the keynote speaker. And he talked about a a number of different topics, and one of them was masculinity. And this is what he had to say. Can we be surprised that after years of being told that they are the problem, that their manhood is the problem, more and more men are withdrawing into the enclave of idleness and pornography and video games? I found the comment by one young man to a Wall Street Journal reporter particularly evocative and particularly heartbreaking. He said, I'm sort of waiting for a light to come on so I can figure out what to do next. Well, I I don't know what that random fella can do, Senator, but I'll tell you what you can do for me. 
help me locate a PlayStation 5 for less than $800 because they are so impossible to find. You can't get them at retail value. They are so hard to come by. And Call of Duty Vanguard's coming out soon, like in three days or something. I don't have time for this. I'm not paying $800, $900 for a PS5. And Far Cry 6 is out. Giancarlo Esposito's in it. Gus Fring, you know, from Breaking Bad, he's in it. I can't be playing that thing on a PS4. Are you kidding me? This isn't 2019. I want to play the PS5 now. Might get on a little uh, ratchet and clank, but I'm not doing it for $1,100. Assassin's Creed Valhalla's out. It's been out for a while. FIFA 21. And I look, I need to play some FIFA 21 on the PS5. We got an MLS com- a team coming to town. I got to get my fix in, you know? I mean, it's going to be a while before we get uh, St. Louis City here. There's a lot of good stuff. But honestly, I, I did not know that in 1996 when I was playing Goldeneye for nine hours a day that I was doing that because my masculinity was being criticized. See, I was just trying to get through the Janus Control Center. That is difficult. Do you know how difficult that is? Those of you who play GoldenEye, you know. And I, I know that when I was 10, that I wasn't playing Zelda all day because uh, I had a disease. Because uh, Senator Hawley also said that, um, boys, and this is a, a, a quote, boys are increasingly treated like an illness in need of a cure. Manhood is a disease that needs to be defeated. That's what he's saying people are telling boys and men, which I don't think they are. I think they're just telling people to not be jerks all the time. Like, I think that's okay. They're saying don't be a butthole all the time. You don't have to. I think that's the only cure we're looking for. But but at any rate, when I was not playing Zelda because I had a disease. Unless uh, the disease is trying to find all the dungeons where the rupees were. Because you needed to have all the money that you could spend to get the good sword and the good shield. Those wooden shields are worthless when you're being attacked. And so I think maybe it's possible people are spending more time with porn. Um, But is it maybe because it's so easy to get now? Like it, you don't have to go into a weird store with no windows. Like it's, it's everywhere. It's very easy to find. And by the way, in 2017, there was a poll done. Um, there was a mainstream site, a mainstream uh, uh, pornography site that said that people are actually watching less of it than they were 10 years prior. And of course, a lot of things can change over a four-year period. And there was an uptick last year. But gee, let me think, what was going on last year? People couldn't leave their homes. This same website said that there was an 18% uptick in the middle of the pandemic last year of people going and viewing porn on sites. We were on lockdown. There, There was less human interaction. There were fewer things to do. Fewer places to go, fewer places open. 
But you know what's always been open, apparently? A Pornhub tab. On your laptop, you sicko. I'm not trying to accuse you of anything. Maybe maybe it's Ted Cruz's laptop. I don't know. I'm not recommending any of this because we're doing a, host, a wholesome uh, entertainment show here on KMOX. Um, but if you are an adult, what I would recommend is making a friend with a lady or a gentleman who isn't, like, completely nauseated by you. And then, and then that's good human interaction. And then you don't have to do uh, this other stuff. Right? I think it's better to hang out with people. But last year we couldn't hang out with people. At any rate, I do not believe that masculinity is really being challenged. I think what's happening here is there are people who are just asking us men so I'm a man. Where are we at in society today? Come after me. I'm a man. I'm 40. I think, I think they're just asking us to not be jerks sometimes. Like, that's okay, isn't it? It's okay to not be a jerk all the time. I'm not really worried about my masculinity. I feel like a, I feel like a real man. How about you, Matt? Do you feel like a real man? Oh, yeah. See? I told you. You know who else is a real man? Jeremy Werner of the Illini Inquirer. He'll be with us next. I'm Chris Ranji. This is KMOX. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Chris Ranji until 10 o'clock on KMOX, 1120 AM, 98.7 FM. Uh, the NCAA is the worst, just the absolute worst. You know, we talk a lot about Major League Baseball being stupid, um, the NFL being stupid. The NHL has been kind of stupid over this uh, Chicago Blackhawks thing lately. But the NCAA, man... They just find a way. They find a way to top them all 
Well, I guess the NHL thing's pretty lousy right now. That's really bad. Nothing tops that. But the amount of insanity that occurs with decision-making with the NCAA is uh, confounding, to say the least. The publisher of the Illini Inquirer is Jeremy Werner, and he is joining us tonight. You can follow him on Twitter at jwerner247. Jeremy with us tonight on KMOX. Good evening, sir. How are you doing? Hey, Chris. How are you? I uh, couldn't blame this playoff loss on Dank, so I was a little upset. But, okay. uh Yeah. My wife's not so good. Anyway, you you didn't call me for that. (laughs) No, I did not. Uh, I know Jeremy, a big White Sox fan, and no, John Danks did not have anything to do with that game. Um, Because one of the last big baseball games they ever played, he pitched really, really well, and that was that game 163. Yeah, I was there. I was there. Good time. Oh, yeah, it was. That was the most nervous I've ever been at a sporting event. No joke. So it's the best sporting event I've ever been to. I haven't had many playoff moments. That was one. That was good. As a, White Sox, game four, as a Sox fan, you don't really get to see a whole lot of playoff performances, do you? Um, no. Jeremy, so we get the news yesterday that Kofi Coburn, because of a violation, what is still considered to be a violation, will have to sit out the first three games of the Illinois basketball season. The interesting part about this is that the thing he did in June, or was it July? No, it was June. The the thing that he did was in early June is now, or one month after the fact, legal. They still suspended him anyway. What is the NCAA doing? Well, they are, for actually this time, they are enforcing the rules that they had, which is a rarity. Uh, for them. There, there are two ways to look at this, Chris. One is that the NCAA um, is toothless in a lot of things, right? But when it comes to student-athletes, they, they, they bite down pretty hard, right? Um, but guys like Will Wade somehow are not suspended or it takes them three years to investigate Bill Self at Kansas. Um, so I understand the reaction to anything the NCAA does. But I do have to say this. Kofi Coburn broke an NCAA rule, and now he is paying a penalty for it. And Kofi Coburn was not very smart um, to do what he did uh, a month before NIL. Like, he could have waited a month uh, and not been penalized at all for this. Whether he, you know, entered the NBA draft, as he fully expected to do when he did sell his team issue gear, which was against NCAA rules in June. Um, and so when he did that, Illinois knew he was probably going to be suspended um, some games. So uh, I, I'm, I hate to be that guy to, to Illinois fans who don't want to hear it, but Kofi Coburn broke a rule and now he's paying the price for it, which is not a surprise. I do think his suspension is actually less because uh, the, the new NIL rules would make this completely legal. Now, so uh, I do think the whole process they've gone through, you know, the only precedent that I really know of this that I've been able to see is Terrell Pryor in Ohio State in 2011, right? Th- those guys were suspended six games, uh, so half a season, and Terrell Pryor just said, screw this, I'm going to go to uh, the NFL with the supplemental draft. Um, so, so Kofi, it could have been worse for him. This is a slap on the wrist. It's ridiculous when you think of the whole scheme of things, but I, I do think, Chris, um, he wasn't very smart. He could have waited a month and seeing whether he was entering the NBA or not, NIL passed, uh, wasn't very smart in selling the gear, and now he's got to sit out a few games that uh, Illinois should still win, though the trip to Marquette um, 
uh, could be in jeopardy now that uh, they don't have their All-American center. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's, the NCAA sure punishes student-athletes that break their rules. Uh, coaches and, and universities don't seem to get as punished as, as frequently um, or as, as hard as the student-athletes. And when they do, it's inconsistent. We know that yeah. well down here in Missouri when uh, Mizzou was punished for self-reporting some violations. They had a tutor who went rogue, and she was taking tests or writing papers or something for some of the players, and then she decided to throw them under the bus. The university reported that to the NCAA, as you're supposed to do, and they came down hard on Mizzou. Meanwhile, here's North Carolina, who does uh, <laughs> like similar stuff, and nothing happens to them. So I, I can't... Right. Like, I can't really applaud, and you're correct. Technically, you're correct by the book. He broke a rule. He broke a rule a month before a thing was legal. But for an organization that does nothing consistently, I don't know how you can do this and and not come off ridiculous. Oh, absolutely. Just because of everything else, ridiculous. Uh, that they do, like, you're right. The consistency which with, it, which, with which they do things and also – uh, how slowly they move, right? Um, you know, I know Kevin Wheeler around there like knows how the Miami thing went. Like yes. it was just botched from from the start, um, and, and uh, just everything that's gone on with the FBI investigation, where the FBI had uh, Will Wade on wiretap um, talking about a, a big bleeping deal uh, that that he wanted to give a prospect. So all of that just uh, I'm, I have no sympathy for the NCAA, so I'm not trying to defend them, but I, I do think this is an easy case for them, right? Like Kofi had it online that he was selling gear. He sold gear and that was all there. So uh, Illinois didn't have much to go on. I, 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 you know, Illinois, could they appeal this and drag this on? Maybe, but at the end of the day, you'd rather have them suspended right away than suspended midseason for Big Ten games and take the slap on the wrist for three games. I, I think if it came down the NCAA won eight or ten, Illinois probably would have fought this and, and probably publicly. Uh, I just think they didn't like it. Brad Underwood certainly didn't like it, and I'm sure um, their inconsistency, especially with the coaches he has to recruit against uh, and, and sometimes loses against, um, that probably is in his crawl. We haven't been able to talk to him yet, though. And, and so if, if I've got this correct, what really happened was he declared for the draft and believing he was going to be in the draft, he thought, well, you know, I will sell some stuff because mm-hmm. I'm going to be a professional. Then he found out through back channels that, um, well, he probably wasn't going to go very high in the draft and said, I should, I'm probably better off just going back to college. And by then it was too late. You know, you're, you're deciding uh, that you're going to do this after you've already broken a rule, which now, the, by the way, is illegal. So that's pretty much the crux of it, right? Yeah, correct. Like, he, he was all in. Uh, he, he thought he was going to go into the draft, get drafted, and even if he didn't, uh, he would just go to the G League or, or whatever and try and get a two-way deal. Uh, of course, then NIL passed, and Coke was like, man, I could make as much money at Illinois, uh, potentially, than I could as a professional player. And he got feedback from the NBA that he probably was not going to get drafted. If he did, maybe he could go late second on a flyer, but I don't think he was going to get drafted. He got that kind of feedback. And, of course, then he entered the transfer portal and considered Kentucky, Florida, Florida State, but ultimately came back to Illinois. So, yeah, I mean, he, he thought he was all in, uh, and I think Illinois made that case, and now he's got to – um, you know, donate that money back to a charity of his choice and uh, sit out three games. That's his punishment from the NCAA. So, I mean, I don't see – the kid didn't do anything egregiously wrong. It was just 
a little premature on his end if you know he had that door open at even 0.1% of coming back um at least it won't really impact his season it won't impact Illinois season all that much probably um so at the end of the day uh, it is kind of a stupid thing um you know nobody thinks the kid did anything wrong uh but he did break a rule that was uh part of the NCAA at the time so uh, he'll have to pay this little, little slap on the wrist and, um, you know, it does put Illinois in a little bit more danger early on in the season. But, um, yeah, they'll move on. Uh, they, they aren't fighting this anymore moving forward. It, it's like a, a guy who's on a minor drug possession and he's, you know, in jail in a state where marijuana is now legal. Uh, like still yeah. being in jail over it. That, that's kind of what this feels like. I mean, obviously it's yep. not nearly as, as severe, but it still does have that same sort of sentiment. Yeah, and, um, you know, that that's the thing. It's like, what, did the kid do anything wrong? No. Like, I, yeah. nobody looks at Kofi Coburn any differently uh, for what he did. He just – there's some rules, Chris, we don't want to follow, but we know the <laughs> rules, right? Yeah, and, I know, uh, I know. We, we, might think, we might think they're dumb. Um, but now he's got he's got to pay a little bit of penalty for it. The Jeremy Werner of the Illini Inquirer, he is the publisher there, and um, uh, the thing that we're talking about for this audience, I'm not sure how many people listening are really in tuned to what's been going on with college athletics, but the NIL rules basically mean name, image, likeness, and athletes who are still amateurs are able to make money. Now, they didn't used to be able to, but now they can make money off their name, their image, their likeness, and so at least they can get some income that way, despite the fact Mm -hmm. they're not being paid directly by the universities. Can you see this? I mean, to me, this is a a good door that's been opened. I believe that college athletes should be paid, especially in programs that make literal billions for the NCAA. Um, I, I think they should be. But can something like this lead us to that eventually? What do you mean by that? Something like this can like, lead like us. The, this, does this open the door to maybe we get to the point where where players are actually getting paid salaries? Yeah, I don't know if we'll get that way just because that's gonna. This, this is above and beyond me, but I know there's a the universities and athletic departments and Josh Whitman, who's a lawyer. Um, they really don't want the legal responsibility, and I think they fight against the, the legality of being an employee. And they really fight against that, and they still want to keep this amateurism, whether it's a charade or not. I don't see that right now, Chris. Maybe eventually it could be, but I think they're kind of doing this delicate balance where I do, I, I do want to say this. I think for a lot of student-athletes, and I mean 90-plus percent of them, I think the scholarship, everything that goes with it, is is great value uh, for what they are giving to the universities. I think some of them probably get more value than than the university probably gets out of them, right? Like, I think it's still a good deal for a lot of student-athletes. But there are a lot of student-athletes who aren't making enough, who aren't getting a good enough deal for all of this. And I think what this does, this name, image, and likeness, we still have to see how this all plays out but it kind of brings some capitalism into what has been really a socialistic market, right? So now Kofi Coburn can go make six figures while the rest of his teammates aren't making that. Now maybe Andre Corbello can eventually get that. Trent Frazier has done a good job. Seems like he's making tens of thousands of dollars off this. Not like life-changing for Trent Frazier, 
Um, but it can help him make some money, have some extra money in his pocket. I asked how it changed his life uh, when, when this happened. And he said, well, it hasn't done that, but it just gives me some extra money in my pocket. He can, you know, go spend money and go out to a nice dinner, whatever it is. But more importantly, like he can fly up his family from Florida who doesn't get to see him all that often. And they get to come to games, things like that. So I think that can be uh, pretty good for some of these student athletes. But a guy like Kofi Coburn, um, it, it could make, college basketball pretty good career if he wants to make it that um and and we don't talk about this very much but Kofi's kind of this borderline NBA prospect right um where if he goes to the G League could he make 150 grand uh next year but can he make more in college right (laughs) can he he stay in college and make more for an extra year and then eventually go pro um that's what I find really interesting about this but of course you know, I, I think of like the college stars of, of, of our days, like Reggie Bush when I was in college, like how much money could that guy make? Um, you know, Caleb Williams uh, at Oklahoma, if, he, if he's, you know, as, as good as he is, continues to be that, he can make millions of dollars, I think. So I, I think it's a 1% or 2% or thing that really can change things for them. Um, but I, I think that's because for most college student athletes, it's a pretty good deal. But for those who can make a bunch of significant money. Uh, now the door is open for that. I'm just interested to see Chris a year from now, what kind of figures, um, you know, open doors, all this company, like how much these students actually make. And, and then how do advertisers like people who went for Spencer Rattler early on in this <laughs> thing, not not a great investment for them. Right. Yeah. Um, but so I'm interested to see like the response and how this all looks in like three or four years. I assume your uh, basketball team's still going to be pretty good this year, Jeremy, and, and hopefully you have a successful year at the Illini Inquirer. Thank you for your time tonight, and we certainly appreciate it. Anytime, Chris. Thanks. Thank you. That's Jeremy Warner, uh, Illini Inquirer. He is the publisher there. And follow him on Twitter at jwerner247. If you're um, you know an Illini fan, a very good website to follow, and Jeremy is a great follow as well. A disappointing finish to their year last year. I know we got an, a lot of Illini fans here in the St. Louis area losing to Loyola in the second round for a team that actually had legitimate national championship hopes. They were a legitimate contender, or at least we thought they were going to be, um, but they bowed out in the second round. Amy Marks-Cores is going to join us next on KMOX, and boy, I got to tell you, This lady, she really did something tonight that she told me about. Uh, She's, let me just say this, Amy is a special lady. She's coming up next on KMOX. Chris Ranji on KMOX, St. Louis. Uh, Until 10 o'clock tonight. Hi, glad you've been hanging out with me and hopefully you have been. Uh, we are joined now by one of my, okay, how do I say this? She's one of my favorite people, I think, in St. Louis, in the uh, Webster area. Mm-hmm. She's one of my favorite people, Amy Marks Kors on the Charlie Brennan Show. You can hear her 8.30 to 11 a.m. every day. And she's joining us now on KMOX. Amy, what's up? Hey, Ronj. It's good to talk to you tonight. It's good to talk to you. But let me address something first Mm -hmm. before we get into some of the things I wanted to discuss with you. Yes. Uh, I get this text message from, let's see, Amy Marks And it says, just got back from Webster Groves High School versus MICDS District Semifinals Soccer Game. Just discovered... (laughs) 
I was wearing my pants backwards. I was. I was wearing my pants backwards the whole time. First okay. of all, shout out to the statesman, Webster Groves won. One to nothing. They're moving on. Hey, congratulations. I know. Congratulations to the statesman. I uh, had on black pants, mm-hmm. and it was cold. You know, you're outside at the stadium. So I had black pants on, and I guess I, d- I failed to notice that I was wearing them backwards. You know, I was covered in coats, and we had a blanket. <laughs> so I'm sure most people probably didn't notice. They were a little roomy in front, uh, and now I know why. Okay. Um <laughs> Isn't there a tag or something in these pants? Yeah, there is. There okay. is, Ronj. Yeah. You, di- you didn't notice the tag. In my haste to get to the soccer game, I failed okay. to notice yeah, the tag or the ill-fitting pants. Can I ask you another question? Sure. Why were you in a rush to get to a high school soccer game? Like, couldn't you just sort of get there when you got there? Well, I was, I was already a bit late. What is a bit um, late? I, well, I thought I was 45 minutes late. And you were how late? Uh, 10 minutes because okay, the game started late. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So uh, a 90-minute soccer game, right? They do play 90 minutes in high school? I think it's 80. I think it's two 40-minute oh, halves. Okay. Yeah. So you had plenty of time. I did. Right. I did. But, you know, if you're going to miss 45 minutes of a game, that's a significant chunk of the game. So I was trying to hurry. But anyway, it was a good game. Uh, yeah. If it makes you feel better, uh, when I was in college, mm-hmm. I have a master's degree. Go ahead and applaud me. I have a master's degree. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Um, and part of my assistantship at Illinois State University, the Illinois State University, is I got to teach a public speaking class. Mm-hmm. Like it's a freshman level, you know, entry level class that everybody has to take. Like it's, it's one of those uh, non-electives. And uh, I taught the class. And I had office hours immediately after. So I did the whole class, you know, the hour or whatever it is. I go downstairs to where the office is. And when you're a grad assistant, you have to share an office with a bunch of people. You don't get your own. And so I'm in there with like two other grad GAs and we are talking and I'm talking and I got my khakis on and my polo because that's your uniform when you teach. And I, uh, you know, I put my leg up on a chair. And as soon as I put my leg up on a chair, I noticed out of the corner of my eye that my fly just opened wide up. And then I realized, oh, I just taught a full class with my zipper down. And none of the students said anything about that. I felt pretty embarrassed. Also, I was 23. Hmm. I wasn't like like well into adulthood like you are wearing backwards pants. Yeah. So I feel like it'd be more embarrassing for you because when you're 23, you care a little bit more and you're pretty much with your peers. <laughs> you, just, you just quit caring. That's just, it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's different. All right. You don't care anymore. Okay. Eh, it's I, not as big of a deal. I mean, I, I did. I went to work. I was in Studio B where you are right now and I had my shirt on inside out and the very kind Debbie Monterey let me know. Uh, about, you know, this is, I don't know, we were a couple segments into the show. So I have a pattern of doing this. Mm-hmm. I think what I need to do is just take greater care with dressing. Well, and but, it's, not, it's not even like a ton of care. It's like an, it's literally an extra three seconds. Yeah. You know, some would say it's minimal care, honestly. Right. It's, it's the least amount of care, like yeah. not putting on a pair of pants backwards. Right. Um, well, I if guess I had the, a zipper, you wouldn't have to try as hard. The, you would know. Right. Then that, that was going to be my next thought yeah. is that you didn't have a zipper otherwise this wouldn't have been a problem well right. amy um somehow i i you made it there and back i don't know how you do it but you did it 
And the reason I wanted to have you on, a couple of different reasons, but the uh, governor race in Virginia looks like uh, Youngkin is going to win here um, in the race against uh, McAuliffe. And the, the Fox News headline is, Republican and governor's race to address supporters as trailing McAuliffe refuses to concede, despite the fact it has not been called officially yet. So he will concede, I'm assuming here, uh, uh, in due time. With this race, with it going Republican, we know that the uh, Virginia elections have been to a lot, a lot of, uh, over a lot of elections, have predicted mm-hmm. what will happen in midterms. Are we going to see the same thing happen here? You know, I wouldn't be surprised because, as you mentioned, the Virginia gubernatorial race, it tends to be like a harbinger of what's to come at midterms. And I think what we're seeing here is a couple of phenomenons. I think when when Biden won, his greatest selling point, I mean, the point that people were writing the hardest was that he's not Trump. A lot of people were tired of Trump. A lot of people who vote Republican are tired, we're tired of Trump. So it was an indictment of Trump when Biden won. And what you saw were Biden voters who then voted Republican down ballot. Now, there were attempts to try to tie Glenn Youngkin into the Trump category. I mean, you had the Lincoln Project, right, planting tiki torch carrying white nationalists outside of Youngkin's bus to try to tie him into that that group of white nationalists and right-wingers and Trumpers, and, and that didn't work. So I think this idea that the Democrats were running away across the board with the voters just isn't true. And Terry McAuliffe, I think he made a critical mistake when he PO'd the moms. He made moms mad when it came to schools. Now, this is Yeah, a lot of red moms, but also blue moms as well. I don't think there were many groups that came out of COVID looking worse than the teachers unions. I mean, there was a big rift created between teachers and the parents. The schools were closed down. Parents started organizing in Virginia organically to try to get school back in person. So you had the mask issue. You had the in-person issue. Then you have some of the explicit materials or CRT, all of these issues that really started to rise between parents and the school districts. And Terry McAuliffe comes out and says, yeah, parents don't really have a say in their children's education. I mean, you had Randy Weingarten at Terry McAuliffe rallies. And I think between those two uh, phenomena, the fact that you had parents who were a little bit fed up with the Democrat lines or policy when it came to education, as well as the fact that Terry McAuliffe's greatest, uh, I guess you could say, barb that he could toss at Glenn Youngkin was try to tie him into Trump, and it didn't work. Well, I think, uh, yeah, I I think you're going to see more Republican victories. Amy, before we let you go tonight, and and I did want you to weigh in on that, and I was going to ask you some other uh, more serious stuff, but I'm not Mm -hmm. going to now. Because I've discovered something Mm -hmm. that I wonder if this could be for you. Okay. There is a dating show. First of all, are you willing to move to England? Um, yes. I, I, I know I keep the doors and options open. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I I feel like it'd be cool over there. I haven't been, but I'd I'd like, I, I have been, it's very green, very beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like it would be. Um, I've seen photos. 
There is a there is a dating show uh-huh. that I found out about in England, and it's called The Love Trap. And, okay. And what they do is they have people who are seriously, it's, it's like The Bachelor or Bachelorette. They have women who are seriously trying to date this fella. But there are also some women on the show who are not really trying to date him. They just want to win so that they can, and because they're already in relationships. And so they can win a cash prize and then take that money and go do whatever. The guy has to determine who is really in it for a serious relationship and or who is also or who is like not really available, but just pretending to be. And they have three women at the end of the show. And they're standing on these circles in this room, and it looks just like The Bachelor. And they got the host, and they're talking. The host is talking to the Bachelor guy. And then the host says, Okay, which of these women do you think is already in a relationship? And then he picks the woman that he thinks it is, and she falls through a trapdoor. What? Yeah, like she drops it, like, and nobody <laughs> knew it was happening. There's this video of it. Uh-huh. It's amazing. Like the look on everybody's face was, What the hell? Like she, she's she's standing on this circle, and they just think they're in this room, you okay. know, like they're not going to get the rose or whatever. And instead, she falls through a, a hole in the floor. Doesn't this sound amazing? And don't you want to be on it? I don't want to fall through the hole in the floor though, because that means you've lost. Yeah. So but, I need. No, that's yeah. what I want. I want you to fall through the trapdoor. <laughs> I feel like you. I feel like you. I could see that. That's an interesting twist. So wait a minute. So do some women actually get the money? I don't know. This is, I think it's new. It just started. Okay, this sounds very, it sounds a bit more complicated because it sounds like some, a woman can get a guy yeah. and another woman can get well, the money or is it an either or situation? I think he's just got to pick wisely because whoever be on, he picks gets the money. Would but, you be on this show as the guy? Oh, <laughs> if I could drop somebody through a trap door just by saying their name, yes. Yeah, but then you have to pick someone afterwards. What if you don't like what's on the menu? Have you seen The Bachelor? They don't always stick with their people. They always, they, they move on a lot. I, That's I can, true. I don't have to commit. Come on. I just get the money. It's called The Love Trap. So you should look into it, and then maybe we can make you a guest. Okay. Amy, uh, I appreciate you being on. Quit talking to me. i got to go to break. Oh, have fun. Bye. That's Amy Bye. Marks Kors. Uh, hear, hear her on The Charlie Brennan Show tomorrow morning, 8.30 a.m. until 11 a.m., here on KMOX. Told you it was time to stop the insanity tonight. Another thing that we need to do to be less crazy, uh, generally speaking, is to stop messing with animals I don't mean like dogs and, you know, the, the cat in your house, even though I don't know why you had a cat. Cats are just, cats are awful. Matt, you like cats. You hate cats. Okay. So we're on the same page on this. I, there are probably a lot of cat lovers out there, and good for you. You know, be nice to your cat. But they're just, you know what? You might as well have a fish. Get a goldfish. Like, what, what is the difference between a cat and a goldfish, beside the scales and the fur and the gills and the lack of oxygen. Like, okay, those are differences. But you come home, the cat's nowhere to be found. I mean, you can see it maybe, but it doesn't hang out with you. And then you just have to feed it. 
And then when it dies, you flush it down the toilet. Same thing. Same exact. Joking. Don't. I'm joking. I don't mean that about cats. I just, I'm not a big fan. Dogs are awesome, though. You know, you buy a dog. The dog loves you unconditionally. You leave. You come home. And it's the greatest thing that's ever happened to it. And you do that every day. The greatest thing that ever happens to a dog is when you come home. Every day. So I get it. I'm not talking about cats and dogs and pets you have in your house. I'm talking about wild animals like lions in Tanzania. There's a video that was posted in The Sun, which is a a UK publication, of people on a safari in Tanzania, and there are two lions right up next to the vehicle. And they got the window wide open and the lions aren't really paying a whole lot of attention. Well, some dumb idiot lady in the car decides to reach her hand out the window and pet the lion. And the lion turns around and kind of like, what are you doing, woman? What's the matter with you? And growls at her and then they have to shut the window really quick. Nobody died. Nobody was hurt. There was also the video. I'm not sure if you saw this. It happened a week or two ago. And a woman in the Chicago suburbs was actually charged. And now that I'm thinking about it, I don't recall uh, what the actual charge was. But she was at Yellowstone Park. And they tell you, don't go near the grizzly bears. Well, this fool decides to get as close as possible to one to take a selfie. And then the bear charges at her. And she runs away and the bear stops like he was just charging her to get her away but he could have killed her. We got to stop messing with animals, man. We got to quit. What do you, what do you, these, these things will kill you. They will literally rip your face off. That's what those big teeth are for. That's why, that's why big animals like bears and tigers and lions have huge teeth so that they can eat your face and your head and crush your bones like you got to be careful with the wild animals. So if I leave you with anything tonight, stop being crazy. Unless you are like you do have a legitimate uh, issue, then please seek help, and I wish you the best. But don't mess with animals. And stop believing that JFK Jr. is coming back because he's not. He has passed on. Not a good pilot. And just be safe out there. And you can also start with your Christmas decorations now if you want to. If you celebrate Christmas, start putting those lights up. Start listening to your Christmas tunes. I'm okay with that. I want to thank our guest tonight, Chris Hayes of Fox 2. Don't forget to watch that piece after the World Series. Looks like the Braves are about to win over the Astros. They're up 7 to nothing. Jeremy Werner and Amy Marks Kors. Also want to thank Matt Pajeski for producing the show tonight. I'm Chris Ranji. Talk to you soon on KMOX. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. 
Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.